Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and Professor T. Love. And tonight we are talking about a spiritual connection, spiritual relationships. Now, I know when I say that, people are like, well, aren't all relationships spiritual? No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're definitely not. And spiritual relationships have, or spiritual love, has, um, it's a love relationship spiritually. Spiritual love can refer to a love rooted in a spiritual connection that you have with someone. And that helps us to find the meaning and purpose of our lives. These spiritual loves can serve different purposes. Some are meant to walk with us through life, while others are meant to teach us lessons. Now, when we, we talk about that, that's more when you're in tuned with yourself. You know, in other previous podcasts, we talked about someone being in your life for a reason, season, or a lifetime. But when you are spiritually connected to someone, there's a certain amount of comfortability that's associated with them. This is a person you have no issues with um, talking to freely, feeling comfortable, and they allow you to be you. There's no judgment. There's no no expectations. There's no pressure. There's no standards. Because you two are connected in a certain way. Sometimes there is not even a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're just in each other's presence. Um, tonight, we also have uh, we have the article from Solancha. And the article is The Spiritual Connection Checklist. 11 signs you are spiritually connected with someone because a lot of us are um, connected or we want a soulmate but what is really a soulmate to me it, a soulmate could be a, uh, someone who you're, spirit, you're basically spiritually connected to you have a unique bond like no other and there's usually no tension you know, and in some cases, there may not be any fighting because you you understand each other. You're at peace with each other. So what do you think about that before we start the article, Professor T. Yeah, I think there are people, you know, a few people, not, not a lot. I'm not going to make like it's a whole bunch of people. It's not. But there are people that you there is a spiritual connection mm-hmm. um, that you can just share how you feel about things and you know not feel like you're being judged and there's like this understanding it's like the uh, it's it's understood you know spiritually between you two what the bond is and you just feel that you're connected you know mm-hmm. and if that means that you know it's your soulmate cause soulmates are not necessarily the people you marry <laughs> you know absolutely that's absolutely true you know 
some people say, oh, I found my soulmate. Not necessarily. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen, that you happen to marry a person that's your soulmate. But the majority of time, people do not marry their soulmates. Meaning, you know, they marry someone, yes, they're compatible with them, they love them dearly, and, they, and they, it's mutual, and it's beneficial, but not necessarily their soulmate. You know what I'm saying? And, and do, I and do you? Yeah, go ahead. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What I was going to say is, do you think that um, when you say that it's not necessarily soulmate, do you feel that if they're not, it's not their soulmate because they're not basing it? They may not be basing it on the things that qualify for a soulmate. Like some people can say, I'm, I'm, "That's my soulmate because he likes everything I like." But she likes everything that I like. And, you know, we can watch movies together. And we have um, some, we, we have a, a lot of compatibility. What do you, so when you say um, it's not that, what do you, when you say that, what do you think it is that they're saying that makes them say, hey, this is my soulmate? Well, you know, it's like what what I said to you before. Sometimes your soulmate is a person that you don't necessarily talk to every day. But when y'all get together, mm -hmm. it's as if you never lost any time. Mm -hmm. And you can just, it's like you can talk about things or bounce things off of each other. And don't, there's not this anger that, oh, I didn't see you. Okay, you didn't talk to me. Well, I'm not going to talk to you because you didn't pick up the phone. It's never that. Mm -hmm. It's like when you pick up the phone, they instantly know. There's like this connection. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. But it's like they mm -hmm. can tell that whether you're feeling good, you're not feeling good. You know, they kind of can hear it without even you saying anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, it's so deep that it's like you think it in your mind. How did you know that? <laughs> you know, but it's not even that. How did you know that? It's just they know. So when y'all get on the phone, it's like y'all never lost time with each other. And there's mm -hmm. also this un. How can I say? There's this bond um, that you have. That no matter what's going on in every stage of our lives, we are still bonded together. Right. So there's no real need for um, um, extra, extraness or extra formality yes. or extra right. things meaning, going on. Right. Meaning that there's no shade. It's like this that <laughs> right. There's no shade. Oh, you didn't call me, so you know what's wrong with you? Why you call so late? Why you? Mm -mm. Soulmates don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally hate when people do that. Like, um, and and for me, that's an underlying foundation for a relationship. Yeah. When you have that firmness and and that understanding. But you also understanding understand that that person is going through or yes, doing something or that busy. is going right. Yes, right. But that's what I mean. That's what I was about to say. That 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 person is doing something to propel propel them to the next level. Right. Or maybe they're going through something. Right. And 
you know, or maybe they're just busy. They're studying. They're doing work. They're, they're doing podcasts. Right. They're doing a whole bunch of things. Right. And sometimes they can't get to you. Or maybe they're just not mentally there. And they, you know, but when you, when you do talk to them, they understand that. And right. they'll just ask you, well, how's, how's it going? Yeah. You know, did you work on whatever part? And then right. keep moving. Keep or moving. even sometimes they, they can even tell by your presence, like, what's wrong? Like, it, they right. can hear it in your tone. They can hear it in your voice. Yes. They can hear the frustration. They're like, yes. oh. And they also give you that space. Yes. I think that's very, very important. Very. Especially if you're trying to do something that um, gets you to another level, takes you yes. to another realm. Or where you where you've never been, um, and you're right. It doesn't have to be someone you're married to. It doesn't have to be someone you're sexually involved with. It doesn't have to be someone you have this kind of intimate relationship. But it is an intimate relationship. We're on a spiritual level because you understand each other. You respect each yes. other's faith. Now, does that mean that that relation, that spiritual connection, cannot grow into something more permanent? or more long-lasting no it does not mean that it can't you know and sometimes in some cases it can you know depending on the situation if both of y'all are there just like they allow you space you allow them space and you two grow as individuals Mm -hmm. you know and you have that bond and when and if there's and then then if you add that sexual chemistry that even makes it better they appreciate you and 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 there's, there's that connection. They appreciate it. It's not seen just like when you finally call them. They appreciate the conversation. They appreciate you yeah. being there. They appreciate you listening. The same thing applies to when you have sex with them. They yeah. appreciate the sexual intimacy. They appreciate y'all coming together. They appreciate what's going on. They appreciate these things and they don't take that for granted. Right. So many times people take that for granted. You know, and a lot of times that can make the sex even better. Yeah. Because y'all have that spiritual connection, because y'all are together, and because you don't crowd each other. Right. Which to me should be in the foundation of a lot of relationships. Yes. You know, even if you live with someone, you don't need to crowd them. No. You live with them. (laughs) Right. And there's no need to be up under their armpits. Yep. There's no need to be... At all. No. Or assuming that they're up under somebody else's armpit. That's true too. But but again, you know? I think soulmates equal maturity. Mm-hmm. It's a high excuse me. It's a very high level of maturity. Um, it's it's a high level of maturity. But it, I think it's also a high level of acceptance of self. Yes. Which usually is associated with maturity. Mm-hmm. Because over time, you learn to accept who you are, flaws right. and all. Right. And then when you meet someone who accepts you, flaws and all, that's when you can probably, there, there may be a spiritual connection there. Yes. A lot of times, or so many times, people don't accept themselves now they're no. like no that's not true i like myself i love myself i have something with myself that's not true no it is true when i say truly accepting understand that guess what i'm no longer going to be a size 10 model 
I'm not going to be that anymore. Or, you know, that doesn't mean you can't take care of yourself, but you don't have to worry about the pressure because they understand both of you have age or both of you have this. You know, you lose it, you lose it, you gain it, you gain it, whatever. I'm happy with who, who and what you are. That's right. You know, because there's other other beautiful traits and things about you right. that I can focus in on. That's right. Like it, focusing in on what you do, um, what you do for us as, in the relationship, how you listen to me. You know, yes, you can be concerned about the person's health. You know what's going on to them with them, um, their feelings and stuff. But it's not, it's not the center of everything. You're not like, oh, you're not losing weight. Oh my God, you're too big or whatever. The priority is you, the individual, your morality, your feelings, your thought, your compassion, your intensity, your ability to communicate. That's right. Verbal and as well as non-verbal. Right. Yeah. You know, because communication can also be nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Sex is a form of communication, and it's nonverbal. Yep. So, having said all those lovely notes, let's get to this article and their checklist. So you can see if there is a possibility that you have a spiritual connection with someone. I'm going to start off with the first one. The first, because they in this article, they said there's basically 11 signs of a spiritual connection. And the first one is you feel tranquil in each other's presence or thoughts. I think that that, that says a lot. It That's says, right. It says a lot. It does. Um, because there are people, saying, you could, there's people, when you get around them, you feel agitated. You feel anxious. You feel angry. Right. You know. Yeah. There's, there's rarely, or if never, awkward moments. Mm-hmm. That's right. You don't feel awkward around them. That's right. You feel comfortable. So you don't feel awkward in, in talking about something that you experienced or something like that. They just allow you to speak. You don't, basically, you don't, to me, that's the underlying thing is you just don't feel uncomfortable. Right. right there's now. no tension. Mm-hmm. No, there's yes. no tension. And there's no expectation, which brings about the tension. Right. Mm-hmm. Or standards by which you should live, you know standard by which you should live or what is expected of you once you see that person that's right you know I had someone who is interested in dating me and I have not seen them they don't call mind you they don't call they don't text or anything the few the, the few times I did reach out the first thing is saying, oh well you don't call. oh hey stranger oh, and then yeah. when I did see them yeah so then when I did see them right the first thing they said was you know, they were in my area unexpectedly. The first thing they said to me, oh, well, I came to get some food. Food from who? Who? I said, the only person that's going to have food is my mother. Oh, you're not cooking for your daughter? No, because it's during the week and she can fend for herself because she's picky. She knows what she wants to eat. What kind of mother are you? Okay. That literally set me off because I haven't seen you I haven't heard from you. You don't text. Every time you text, it's always this stranger thing. And then you being in my presence, 
that that just made me uncomfortable and and angry. You totally disregard anything I do because you want a meal. So yeah, that's that's a bit frustrating. And you know, and there's some people like that. You haven't seen them, and in, in, but they place them in. Oh, stranger. You know, I was like, the last time I checked, the phone worked two ways. Uh, hello? Yes. And, and we're going to clap you know, on that one because, uh, yes. And why are you busy telling me um, <laughs> why you didn't call? Um, I could turn around and say the same thing to you. Why didn't you call? Or why didn't you tell? Guess what? Right. You don't even have to place a call. Right. You can do this thing called texting. Right. And you can and just put in two letters. Right. You 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 really strike three keys: the H, the I, and, and the enter key. Right. Or, or you know, the arrow you know. key or whatever it is on your phone that shows that now send the text. Right. But you didn't do any of that. But right. I haven't seen you. I haven't heard from you. But you're asking me why why I didn't cook, and you came all the way. You you expect some food because you're hungry. Right. I just looked. I was like, well, there's no food here. I mean, even if there was food, I wouldn't want to give it to you. I had no desire to give it to you. I don't know what, I don't know what got in your cockamamie brain to think that I'm going to make some food for somebody I don't even speak to. And I don't have a problem feeding people when they come to my house. Like if I have food, I'm going I'm to try to always make sure. But the point is, you weren't coming to my house. You were in the area, and for you to, because you have a penis, you know, because that was another comment. Because I didn't call, I must be gay. Okay. Another show, another topic. <laughs> wow, yeah, but you, you know, know, you didn't know, but but you know that's definitely not a person that's your your soulmate because you because everything out your mouth was an insult. Yeah. So that's not a soulmate. You, you no, that's so, ladies and gentlemen, anyone who does that, guess what? They're not your soulmate. That's okay? right. Because they have brought undue tension. That's frustration right. and angry, yes. anger. Because guess what? He he knows all the things I do. I've told him. And guess what? I even took the time to send him articles so he would understand how to talk to me. And he still ain't get. Next, right? <laughs> and then you call with the purpose of arguing. Because mm-hmm. I I had to tell somebody one time. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't said to me same thing. You don't know how to call. And, you know, um, you don't know how to call. I said, well, you didn't call either. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you mean to tell me you don't know how to say hello? I said, I, I told him, I said, I know you didn't call or argue with me. Because mm-hmm. I said, if you are, I'm hanging up. Because to me, the first thing that should be out your mouth, because you don't know what's going on with me. Why is it that I have to know what's going on with you? And most times I will be like, you know, how's everybody? How you doing? No, the first thing that comes out your mouth, oh, you know, um, oh, why you call? And then if I do call, why you call so late? I said, okay. Mm-hmm. So you, de- nah, you ain't my soulmate. Next. Next. <laughs> next. So now the next, the next, the second one is, you would you withhold nothing from each other, right? And that means that the other person makes it easy for you to deal with the dark path. Yes, that you have been avoiding 
throughout your life. This sign shows that the two of you have a spiritual connection. So whatever your dark past is, whatever it is that you've done, they're not holding that against you. That's they're not it. saying to you, oh, you're a bad person or you're this or, you know, you should be ashamed of that or you're, you know, whatever it is. <clears throat> they're not making you feel guilty. Right. And a lot of times with some people, when they talk about certain things, they, they feel hurt. And they think that when they express it, you know, some people will give you a 20-minute to 30-day speech on why you shouldn't have did that or what happened and all those other people. A lot of times when you have someone who serves you connected, they listen to it and they be like, okay, but how do you feel about it now? All right. And then they just leave it alone. Because right. if you want to continue talking about it, they'll let you talk about it. But if you don't, you're not ready to, they'll let it go. And they don't make you feel guilty about it. You know, I, I remember someone who I would most say is very connected to me. I, I was telling them the issue that I was having. And they were like, you know, I have sisters. And that's what they do. And they left it at that. It was, they didn't probe it. They didn't change it. They didn't argue it. They didn't say, this one's wrong and you're right or they're, you're right and they're wrong. They didn't do anything. They just said, well, these things happen in life. I have sisters, and that's what they do. That's right. End of story. That's right. So, it, it's important when you have a friend or someone you're connected to who doesn't make you feel guilty, doesn't right. make you feel bad, doesn't right. make you um, ashamed about what happened or what you did or what you said or what you think you did or what you think you said or so forth and so on. They don't um, do any of that. They just, oh, is that right? Oh, and they leave it alone. Because sometimes certain things don't need to be keep dug up. That's right. That's true. And sometimes people want to say something and know if you're going to change. Because um, they think that, you know, if they tell you that they had an abortion or if they're gay... That you know, or they, you know, they had an affair. That you're gonna see them totally different. I know I don't do that. I just no. be like, oh, is that right? Oh, okay. Oh, you ready to go out and eat? Right. Let's go get some okay? I'm good. <laughs> yeah. You all right? And, you know, but they're they're still. Some, well, did you hear what I? I heard what you said. Right. So what would you like me to do? Like, it, it doesn't make you less. Right. You had an affair. It doesn't make you less. You you told me you gay. It doesn't make you less. Right. You told me you you had an you, you had an abortion doesn't make you laugh. That's why right. does it make you laugh? Why why should I change my feelings about you? Because that is a traumatic. It could be a it could have been a traumatic experience for you. So you're not less to me. If That's anything, right. you're greater because you opened up about it. You said what was going on. You expressed your feelings and emotions. And I, I'm not going to change my feelings about you. That's right. If you got on my nerves before, you're going to get on my nerves today. If you want to go get some something to eat, a good salad, chicken, tacos, vegetarian burger, we're going right. to go do it. <laughs> and that's the end of that. <laughs> exactly. Unless you want to, unless you want to keep talking about it, unless you want to keep pointing it out, I don't know. Right. You know, if you want to keep talking about it or you, you feel bad about it, okay, I'm going to listen to you. Mm. I'm going to listen to you. 
you know. So we can um, go to the next one. The next one is intimacy is beyond physical intimacy. And often with that, when you meet someone with your twin flame, you value and share rendezvous equally as sexual as the sexual life. And they say in the article, sex becomes only one part of the bonding. Others may mention that finding someone who grasps their intellectual outlook is enough or better than sharing a bed every night. For such person, intimacy is knowing that they can be helpless in each other's presence and feel safe about it. That, to me, says a thousand words. Because sex sex is known that there's a time for you to be your most vulnerable. It is. Both of you are usually butt naked, right? That's usually the, the, the concept, butt naked. But when you can when you can open and expose your intimate thoughts, emotions, and feelings to someone and and connect with someone intellectually, emotionally, that's a greater that's a greater intimacy than anything else. Right. It's much greater, it's much more powerful. Well you I know? think and a, the I think the ahead. fact that um is that you can be helpless because remember when you're intimate hopefully you're bearing your soul and when you have someone that's your soulmate they understand Mm -hmm. about you bearing your soul Mm -hmm. they don't use it they don't use your vulnerabilities against you because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day all of us have vulnerabilities. It's just what we choose to show. But if you have mm-hmm. a soulmate, they don't care about that. It's like you're free to be and express yourself. Mm-hmm. Meaning that is there is a level of openness that even some people that are in committed relationships don't have. Right, right. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you have to be able to, you know, bear your soul, and that's the problem. I think that's why people have problems in relationships because they know how to pretend. And when it comes time for that level of intimacy, they don't know how to be intimate. And intimacy no. is not difficult. It's not. It's whether you choose to show that side of yourself. You know, and not feel mm-hmm. like I think sometimes people don't show that show that side of themselves because maybe they've been wounded or bruised by someone that took their uh, vulnerabilities and beat them over the head with it. But at the end of the day, we're all human. But when it comes to the soulmate, soulmate doesn't use that against you. And that's what makes it so beautiful because you can be helpless and not feel like they're going to use that helplessness against you because they're helpless too. And they show that side. Yes, absolutely. It's important that you have that. Even if um, in any relationship, if if you can, if you feel safe enough, Mm -hmm. 
even friendship relationships, you have a certain understanding. And you're right, no one should abuse that. But then if you can't open up to someone on that intimate level, emotionally, intellectually, and, and bear your soul to them, and they protect it and they guide it, and they, but most importantly, protect it and they honor it, Right. then the sexual experience will even bring on a greater mm. amount of satisfaction, pleasure, right. and solidify the intimacy. Right. Because sex, the sex, right, the sexual part speaks more volume. Mm -hmm. And it is a totally non-communication kind of thing. Right. Because if these two bodies are getting together... I mean, yeah, I'm sure y'all talk dirty or whatever, but you understand what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's, it's a very intimate thing. That's so right. it, it takes it to another another level. Right. So number four on the hit list is time flies when you're together. <clears throat> that means that when you are together, sometimes whether you're on the phone or even in, especially in person, it seems like there's not enough time for you to be close enough to this person. There's not enough time for you to be as intimate to this person. And it seems like, you know, if you if you two decided, oh, we're gonna spend three hours together. So three hours seems like 15 minutes. And you're like, damn, where did the time go? What happened? Like, I, I, You're so mesmerized and you're, a lot of times you're just so at peace with, with their presence and what they have to offer, there's no need to rush. Right. You just you just dwell you just dwell or drown yourself in the tranquility that you used to have. Your ability to conversate or not conversate. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna tell you, it's interesting because I know, mm -hmm. like when I talk with you, time flies, and then we be like, okay, we gotta go to work. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and when we get into one of our deep conversations that's not recorded that should have been recorded exactly um, I think I'm going to have to put something on my phone so that when we get into these deep convo it becomes a show <laughs> you have to worry about you won't have to worry about planning when to do a damn show uh, exactly you know what I'm saying because sometimes the best conversations are the spontaneous ones um and we can be really cash out some thoughts and there's another person um um that i met um and she lives in vancouver canada and when we talk man we be chopping it up we be making each other laugh and we be chopping it up on all kind of levels you know what i mean and there's no shame about what we talk about and we just chop it up you know and it's fun mm -hmm. You know, it's never, um, we're not bored. We don't get bored. And mm -hmm. she shares her thoughts about what's going on with her, what's been happening in the week, and, you know, her relationships with her ex and everything. But she's a good person. But we connect on a lot of levels. And I don't know if it has to do with the maturity or whatever. But when we talk, you know, we, we, we get into it. We chop it up. You know what I mean? And... Mm -hmm. It's like, even though we only speak once a week, we catch up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we look forward to the next time we talk. And one of the things that you expressed um, with that is that um, 
I noticed like if we if we don't make a conversation, nobody's getting mad. Nobody's like, oh, why didn't you call? No, we'd be like, all right, let's reschedule it. Um, what day you want to talk? You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's none of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't call and ah, uh, you no. It's not, and, mm-hmm. and mind you, this person lives almost three, really three thousand miles away from me, right? Mm-hmm. You see, we talk to each other on Zoom and everything, and it's like we don't lose a day. And mind mm-hmm. you, I met this person during COVID. Okay, mm-hmm. um, we were talking through a dating, uh, dating site or whatever, a uh, dating Zoom or whatever you want to call it. But we became friends. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. once we once we started striking up a rapport, we started talking every week. You know what I mean? And because the person is really down to earth, and and it's like no big deal, no big whoop. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, time flies, and we talk, and time is flying. Yeah, right. And that that is that is what is important, and that is what classic and and, and help because a lot of a relationship should not be crushing. No, you should but not some be. Are. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> a, a, a relationship should not be a job or a tour, a chore, yes. a chore, a chore, right. a chore. Right. especially a chore. So, um, on to the next one, number five. You share unique virtues. Um, they say when two people have a spiritual bond, they tend to be honest with each other. They listen to each other in an empathetic way and have mutual respect. Mutual respect limits. Furthermore, each such a person easily interacts with the other through open and meaningful talk. Hence, if you find it effortless to share such traits with another, chances are you have a spiritual connection with that person. Now, from what I'm taking from this, and then you can chime in, I'm taking that you listen to each other's values or situations and you're empathetic. Meaning you you don't you you may not have experienced what they're going through but you try to give them the best advice that you can and you have empathy and to me a little bit of, you, you have some compassion but you respect certain boundaries or limits so you don't go in there telling them oh well you're a dummy for allowing that to happen or you, you know and they only give you information based on what they a, a similar situation that could apply to your situation so that you can understand that, you know, hey, it happens. <clears throat> it happens to people. Don't feel bad. Don't think that you're less than because you're not. This happens. Right. This occurs. And that's important. And then you have, you also respect the person enough to listen and not make them feel bad about the situation. Right. You know, because they already have a cloud over their head and you know this. You know this. So if you if you are spiritually connected to them, you know, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to let them know this is what happened to me. You know, <clears throat> and, you know, they'll, they, they'll feel sorry or they'll say, guide you the best way that they can. Or maybe even direct you to something that will give you more information. 
but they're never going to tear you down for what you don't know. What do you think on that? Well, like I said, that's that's being, um, you know, what's key? The key word you mentioned is listen. Mm-hmm. People sometimes don't realize how important it is for you to listen, not talk all the time. I had this conversation with my mother and my mother said the same thing. When you listen, <clears throat> you're being empathetic when you listen, okay? Mm-hmm. And when I'm saying you're listening with intention, you know, meaning that you could hear, people hear, but they don't listen. There's two differences. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when you're listening, it's not about you at that moment. It's about right. what this person wants to express and you can hear on a spiritual level where it's coming from you know you can be more intuitive and a lot of times Mm -hmm. it's not for you to have a answer for everything maybe it's just that you know sometimes people just want to get stuff off their chest and then you may want to respond or they may ask you to respond. Mm-hmm. But I think, <coughs> excuse me, the key word, <coughs> excuse me, is to listen and and be open um, to listening. <coughs> There's mm-hmm. some people that <coughs> they hear you, but they don't, mm-hmm. they don't listen and they're so busy, you, you know, wanting you to hear what they have to say meaning (coughs) excuse me hear all their problems but when it comes your turn oh you get over it right right you get over it oh you know this goes on and then they'll turn around and say some crap like Oh, well, I'm not trying to minimize what's going on with you. And I'm not trying to make like, um, I'm not trying to make like, it's all about me. But by them saying that it is all about them. Right. Because why would you say it? You just basically minimize me by saying that, um, you know, I'm not saying, I don't mean to interrupt you. Or they'll say, I don't mean to interrupt you. Right? That's mm-hmm. another That's another sign, too. They'll say, well, I don't mean to interrupt you. And I'm not trying to make it seem like that um, I'm only talking about my problems. But yes, you are. So you definitely like listening to me. <clears throat> you want me to sit there, absorb what you're saying. But at the same time, you, you're not giving me your air. You know? What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I think that's that. <clears throat> I think that's very true. I think it is important that you you allow a person to express themselves, and then when someone handles it or how they approach it, or when they say, "Oh, well, I don't mean to interrupt you." Well, I don't mean to do this. Or I don't mean. A lot of times you do mean to do it, right. because if you didn't, why why even go there? Right, because you don't really want to hear it. That, what you're telling right. me is, is you 
really don't want to air it. Right. Or you just have to get your point across. Right. As opposed to allowing me to vent and say what I have to say. Because a lot of times it's just a venting and saying what I have to say so I can get it off my chest and and, and even feel better about it. (laughs) Sometimes it's just a matter of feeling better about it. And this is having some technical difficulties here. Um, We're having some technical difficulties. We're going to work it out. Just to resume from what we were talking about, you know, sometimes people will say, you know, um, you're talking to them and you, you're sharing, but they interrupt you, right? Now, part of you being empathetic um, basically is, you know, you listening and not hearing, but listening, but not interrupting me. And then they just say, well, I don't mean to interrupt. But um, I'm not saying that, you know, um, that I, you know, my problems are just like everybody else's. You know, when they say stuff like that, they they disregard they're disregarding your feelings. So, what do you think about that? I, I do think that yeah, there is a, a form of disregarding your feelings. But I also think someone like that is not necessarily a soulmate, mm-hmm. um, because a soulmate would understand that a lot. A lot of times it's just important for them to say what they have to say. And right. then when you're finished, if they must make a comment or if they feel they need to make a comment or present an example mm-hmm. so that you understand that they empathize with what you're going through, right. it will come out after you finish speaking. Mm-hmm. If someone has to say, well, I don't mean to interrupt what you're saying or I, mm-hmm. I think you should do this or whatever, they're really more in pushing to, to get their point across. They want right. to say what they have to say, and then you deal with it later. Right. And that's not what you're looking for. That's not what a soulmate is. The soulmate is a steady flow, a compatibility. It's an understanding of the person that you have there. Right. To the point of empathy, compassion, and um, a connection. Because if I'm connected to you, I don't need to say everything. I don't need to tell you everything. I can give you an example so that you understand that I generally know what you're talking about and I acknowledge it. But right. if I have to prove my point or if I have to make a point to you, then that's not a connection, especially if you're saying something or want to express an emotion or feeling about something. Right. That's, that's what it, you know, that's what's really um, um, what it's about. That's the, that's the soulmate part. Anything else is, is extra. Right. You know. Anything Absolutely. else is extra. So I'm going to go on to number six. Mm-hmm. Have similar goals and expectations. When two people have similar life goals, they have the same perspective about the future. Hence, they would build a sound relationship with solid family values. Moreover, having a spiritual connection makes it effortless to pursue a common goal. On the contrary, persons who lack such connection tend to work against each other's efforts, good time, and they find their careers and family life stagnated. Um, I think this is a very important one, whether you're looking at a spiritual connection or if you're in a relationship or plan to have a relationship or even if you're contemplating if you're in a relationship class situationship or you're the side chick or whatever your story is. If you wind up having a conversation with someone and you realize that your ultimate or future goals do not match. Meaning, if you want to have 
typical house children picket fence and so forth and so on but they they want to be a rap star music video champion or something <laughs> you know or they want to be you know a video babe then that's not that that's not the person that's for you but if you two say you know what when i get a certain age i want to get a you know i want to get a i want to get a house on the water i want to get a house here you know i want to be able to retire i want to be able to live comfortably and then that's a different animal because y'all are pursuing the same same direction and also the expectations and goals are there because you can't be a rap music video celebrity and a video babe or you know one person is that and the other person is homebound and expect the two to meet you know especially if one doesn't feel like you're giving them what they need that's you know right. because if you're being in music video that's a whole different lifestyle that's right you know and a lot of times a lot of tension a lot of pressure a lot of things going on and you need someone that's going to understand that that's right but if you two if you two decide that hey you know what i want a nice little country house or i want to buy piece of property upstate and you know I want to be able to go there on the weekend you know that's different y'all are moving in the same direction right. and what's more important to the two of you which is clear peace yes. tranquility mm-hmm. understanding you know you don't need you don't need the, the limelight the city lights the action the power you can come down to the city after being in the, in the house um, after a period of time but it's not something that hey you have to have or it's um, something that um, you must have. You, you, you see what I mean? Yeah. Is there any, anything you wanted to add to that? Or? Well, I agree with that. I mean, you both have to understand you know where you're at. You know, soulmates understand that whatever you're doing, whatever your goal is, that's something that you're dedicated to and it does consume some part of your time. Okay? Um, and I think there has to be, a, you know, you don't have to do the same thing, but you understand that there are goals um, that you both want to accomplish. You know, and I find out that sometimes um certain relationships don't work because they don't understand each other's goals and Mm -hmm. there will be um the propensity to be jealous um Mm -hmm. especially if one person is really this is their heart's desire or their heart's goal uh to say like be a, a a talk show host or heart's desire to design or heart's desire to volunteer and help other people the person mm-hmm. that you're dealing with has to have that understanding um, that that is something um, that they're pursuing, but also knowing that you understand that this is their pursuit. You both understand what both your pursuit of goals are. Okay. Right. And um, if there's lopsidedness with that, it'll it's heading for destruction. I don't care how much sex you have. I don't care how much, how many, how many places you go out together. If there is no um, oneness on what each other's goals are and mm-hmm. how important it is in terms of uh, of who they are, in terms of 
what how it makes them happy um there's gonna be a problem because i think you you need to understand what each what makes both of you happy in terms of when you do things like if it's your your heart's desire you know and i think a lot of people get upset because people this is what not is not as a job this is spiritually what they want to do you know and people have problems with that they do they definitely do the next one is you communicate in silence um meaning that sometimes you can read a person's mind i'm not going to read the entire thing and you can um understand their thought process um by reading their mind understanding their body language looking at facial expressions um and it doesn't always have to be said because you're so in tune to each other you understand the energy that exists so that you can pick up those vibes because if you two can be tranquil with each other you can pick up the tension you can pick up with their experience and, and you can do that via silence I know sometimes when we're on the phone, I could say something or not say something. And you're like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know. And, or you'll understand. Or if I'm, I don't want to talk. Then you'll be like, mm, okay. Yeah. You know. But it, it's no pressure. It's not always a pressure for you to blurt out everything or, or something like that. Yes. And sometimes you can understand that maybe the person went through something or you already know they were they had to deal with something and then you know that this this is the re- reaction afterwards you can't say nothing then but you may ask later if you you know want them to vent or get it off their chest that's where it's um really important and that's what really needs to be said yes anything you want to add or well you know yeah just like the unspoken word you understand mm-hmm. you know even without mm-hmm. them saying nothing you know mm-hmm. and that takes a level of intuitiveness and spirituality to understand that you could just mm-hmm. sense you could feel it you know mm-hmm. and they don't have to say nothing sometimes it's in the breathing <laughs> right. seriously you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you know you know how some people they have labored breath sometimes you can tell in the breath like when you're pregnant you tend to Mm -hmm. right so that means you're breathing because if you don't breathe (laughs) there's gonna be problems right Mm -hmm. so it's like you gotta listen for certain things you know and that means your intuitive intuitive into what what might be going on you can tell you can feel it you know what I mean right Right. the next one is you trust blindly if you've ever find yourself giving into this other person's advice or ideas without even blinking an eye you could be spiritually connected you know however being naive should not be confused with a spiritual connection that's right <laughs> let me sure they tell you that assuredly the spiritual connection removes any doubt you may have about the other person in turn you find yourself submitting to him or her and it's not a big deal to submit right here we go with that word submit submit right 
That's major. Submission, right. Submission yep. does, uh, does not have to mean a death sentence or that That's you will right. lose your soul. Right. Um, and people have to understand this. And we'll probably do another show on that. But it, should, it shouldn't also be being confused with na- being naive. Um, right. Someone giving you advice with anything, you're going to listen to it see what they say or do what they ask Mm -hmm. and you know but you already know that they have your best interest at heart that's right you know that from prior things that they have done right now if you happen to give in to someone and then it's not uh it's not what you wanted or they um hurt your um they hurt your feelings or something like that and you wish oh man you know what was I thinking then you didn't pay attention to the behavior before or how you felt before and that was really important you got to pay attention to those things so that you can see what's really there and a lot of times it's so effortless you may not even have to fully pay attention because it'll come out it'll expose itself it'll see you'll see what you need to see to understand what you need to understand and believe in what you believe like there's some people you don't have to worry and, and a lot of times that's their own presence you don't even have to blindly trust them because right. you are so tranquil and comfortable in their presence it makes it easier when they speak to you that you'll listen and believe them or you value opinion now that doesn't mean you can't disagree with them meaning that if at one right. point they said they like Trump and you don't like Trump and they give you reasons doesn't mean that that's not going to happen doesn't mean that right. you're not soulmates it just means that on this particular subject maybe you two don't go inside but if uh, other subjects you are at peace like with family or business that's, that's, that's fine you know, it could be things that are important. You fighting over whether one likes Trump or Trump won the election or didn't win the election. That's a totally different animal. That's right. Uh, it should not be uh, seen as a foundation for why you should decide to be with someone or not to be with them. That's right. Okay, so um, did you want to add or? No, that, I think that's, that, that, that's a valid point. Very valid po- point. Okay. The next one is laughter is laughter in every conversation. Laughter to me is the key to truly being free and happy. And when you can get that with someone, and it doesn't have to be one of those big hearty laughs like, you know, you know, you heard the funniest thing, but just a lightheartedness that goes with it that you can make any situation or, you know, the situation brings laughter you know whether you're talking about an old movie and what happened and then you refer to something that when you were younger and what you did that's that's you know to me um the key so laughter in every conversation is important another one i'm going to move right into the next one because soon we have to say goodbye so but <laughs> number 11 your gut feeling tells you so. Meaning a lot of times when you're spiritually in tune with yourself before you even meet someone else, you listen to that inner voice. You listen to what the, the what God, the ancestors, the universe is telling you. And when you practice that art of doing that, because it's an art, it's a skill, it's like anything. 
When you're little, you have to learn how to talk. When you're little, you have to learn how to walk before you master it and you do it on your own without anyone coaching you. It's the same thing with listening to your internal spirit, that voice inside your head. Not the voices that are telling you to kill somebody because that's a whole different story. The voices (laughs) inside of you that speak to you on and that you acknowledge and when you pray or you you pay homage to God or the ancestors or someone once again that is greater than yourself when you listen to those voices and they have always guided you then you'll know whether you're spiritually connected to someone you know this person has your best interest on you know that they are your friend you know that they are there and they're not going to overshadow your presence they're not going to get upset because you're the professor or that you are an internet radio station or that you play the bass guitar but we ain't going to go to that (laughs) (laughs) and this is true your gut you're not going to get right right yeah your gut always trust your gut a lot of times we do not trust it enough and sometimes mm-hmm. <clears throat> spirit really when we say gut we're talking about your spirit mm-hmm. if your spirit feels vexed or stressed about something or a person mm-hmm. trust it because it is legitimate because a lot of times that's God's way or like you said the universe or the, or the ancestors way of giving you a warning you know what I'm saying? Um, like, like lost in space. Warning, Will Robinson. Warning. You know, that's you know that that type of thing. Um, yeah, trust it. Trust your instincts. You know, because you know, do they overshadow everything you do? You know what I'm saying? You, you know, usually your soulmate, they good with it. They good with whatever you do. They good with what you're doing in your life. Your goals. You know, um, if you're around a person that is not good with that, that's not your soulmate. I'm sorry. It's not. I hate to break it to you. They might be, you know, good in the sack. But when it comes to you as an individual and what you do and how you feel about yourself and what you feel about things and your opinion, if they're not on board with that, nah, that's a they no. are. They are whack. They but are you're whack. Right. Yes. If they if they don't accept your popularity, yes. whether it's via social media, right, or with people in the street or friends or family, then that's not. And you gotta you gotta look, listen to your inside, your inner voice, your that's gut right. that tells you that. So on that lovely note, uh, we're gonna end there right now, and we're gonna wrap it up. Wrap it up. So, Professor, right, wrap it up. tell folks how they can reach you. Well, they can reach me on Instagram, um, P-O-B Professor on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter, um, uh, the Professor at ProsaBlack.com on Twitter, which is ProsaBlack.com. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, not .com on Twitter. I'm also on Facebook, it's ProsaBlack Inc., but I also wanted to give out a number so you guys can text me, leave messages. Now I'm going to tell that early that um, this does have a uh, lock on it. So I will not be answering calls at 2 o'clock in the morning, whatever your problem is. 
and you will get blocked and everything else. So that number is 646-543-6239. Once again, 646-543-6239. If you want to leave a professor comment, question, I'll get back to you and respond to you. All right. So, okay. So that's the special love hotline. Yes, the love sex relationship. Oh, and also you can also reach me at the professor at love sex and relationship dot com. Love sex relationship dot com. No and love sex relationship. And naturally on this lovely radio station, which is going to be talked to about by Professor T Love. Go ahead, tell yes. us. Well, you can catch love, sex, and relationships. Well, love, sex, relationships on the Ebola Soul, a mixed stew of soul music radio network at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Pacific on Wednesdays on the Ebola Soul, a mixed stew of soul music radio network right after the heavy storm, quiet storm. And you can also catch love, sex, relationships on the Surrey Hills Soul Train in the United Kingdom on Fridays at 11 p.m. Okay, this is in the UK. Okay, Great Britain, y'all. And make sure you catch up with a bowl of soul, a mixed stew of soul music radio network where you can get 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week, 365 days of soul music. And make sure you go to a bowl of soul.com where you can download some soul to go and hit me up at a bowl of soul at gmail.com. So professor, we going to bid you good night. Good night. And, and have a great evening. Great evening. Bye, everyone.